Hola, hola, everyone, and welcome to your NASA weekly update for your week commencing Monday, the 4th of December 2023. I'm going to make this literally as short as I possibly can because I'm in Mexico with my love, Erin, and we all seen the games that we've seen, and I'm going to try and get to the important stuff at the end. So, I don't know, topsy turvy week, we enjoyed. A wee bit of success on Thursday. We did exactly what we expected to do on Sunday. And that's kind of a little bit about it. We've got two games this week, both in the league. We're our away hearts on, on the weekend. Of course, the last time we played them was in the semi-final of the League Cup. But before that was the time that we broke their hearts, if you pardon the pun, and and destroyed them <laughs> in Ibrox uh, at the last five, four or five minutes of the game and they'll probably be smarting from that. I'm assuming they'll be up for trying to make any sort of retribution or compensation for what happened the last time. And I don't know about you, but like every time we play against Hearts and Hearts put in a good performance, we do well. It's like honest, open, good-natured competition Every other team seems bad-natured or it seems with some sort of sinister context to it. So I'm hoping that we do what we do against Hearts and we get the result that we're expecting and, and then we see where it goes from there. Second game is at home to Dundee and we know what happened the last game against Dundee. Of course, that was the pyrotechnic game after the one hour delay with the weather <laughs> and uh, we're going to hopefully get the exact same result which was a 5-0 result uh, when we get to that point as well for RTV we did have a meeting there back in Wednesday with uh, David Melvin from RTV had a good time Dave was a great guy and uh, we just talked about the season past, or sorry, the season to date past and then what's projected for the future nothing honestly super you know, revelationary or anything like that. We're just doing what we're doing. Back in the day, and as I was sharing with David when we chatted, that we used to have we used to, used to have big problems. I'm like, you know, what happened in the Livingston game? What happened in the Kamarnock game? What happened in this game? What happened in that game? And we don't have that anymore. It's a stable service that they're providing us, and and we're just going to try and make it better as we as we go forward. So on the shout outs perspective, which is what I want to concentrate most of my time on this week is I just want to say I'm very, very surprised and extremely uh, disappointed for everyone connected with Rangers Football Club and the passing of the Reverend Stuart McQuarrie. And it says on the article here, everyone at Rangers is deeply saddened to have learned of the death of our club chaplain and Reverend Stuart McQuarrie following an illness. Reverend McQuarrie served Rangers for over 30 years. 30 years, oh my God and was a well-renowned figure at Ibrox and the Rangers Training Centre, attending both the first team and academy matches and providing guidance and support to both playing and non-playing staff. And then it goes on to say a whole bunch of other stuff. And, you know, my my experience with Stuart McQuarrie was I joined the Rangers Fans Board back in 2013, which is a long time ago now, I know, and it... And it worked out the way that it worked out but he was one of the guys that was instrumental in the kind of foundational let's make sure this doesn't get out of hand let's make sure this is this is bona fide and let's make sure this is exactly what it's going to be or what it should be as we as we go forward and he was such a 
such a gentleman, such a nice, nice man, and such a, a nice person as we as we went forward. And then Erin and I went back home. I've no idea when it was, maybe 2016, 17, something like that. And it was like Cowdenbeath at Ibrooks, and we met him in the Blue Room, and he was just the nicest man that you could ever you could ever meet, you know. And for us to have been so blessed that he was a chaplain for thirty odd years, he was chaplain for for rugby teams and. Um, Glasgow University and all sorts of stuff as well but him and I created a wee bit of a bond you know we, we chatted a lot behind the scenes he was one of these guys that managed to say what he wanted to say without being offensive without disparaging anyone else or it was just it was genius the way that he went about his business and I had no idea genuinely that he was sick and I'm very surprised and disappointed that he's he's passed now that I didn't even get a chance to say to him or his family how much he meant to me and how much he supported me and, and how great of a guy that he was as well. So I'm, I'm very, very, very sorry of his passing. And on behalf of NASA, of course, and on behalf of myself, I'd like to pass on sincere condolences to the friends and family of Reverend Stuart Macquarie on his passing. What a wee bit. Of the exact same note, um, we have Nicky Lyle from the London Rangers Supporters Club and I was going to say that we never had much news from that, but we actually do. We, we Things have started to move forward and I'm going to mention, uh, sorry, I'm going to read out a message here from Dave Schillinglaw about what's going to happen next in terms of Nicky Lyle. He says, things have started moving. We've started negotiating all the paperwork required to have Nicky released from the hospital morgue to Logan's funeral home for cremation. There will be a celebration of life for Nicky and it will be in the Scots Corner. The Scots Corner, for folks who don't know, is the, the home of the Rangers Supporters Club in London, Ontario. An exact time and date to be confirmed, but most likely in January. A big thanks to Billy Thompson for up, for stepping up sorry, and making this happen and to Billy McKinnon for all his valuable help. RIP Big Pal. Oh God, it doesn't get any easier. And every time I read it out, you know, it's almost like I'm I'm trying to just kind of, uh, I don't know, make sense of it. I, I spoke to the big man. He was the exact same as he was every single time in June. And now he's gone. And that's, that's kind of not fair. On the same vein, I'd like to pass on sincere condolences to Rangers Supporters Club of Calgary member Ken Allen. And I don't know if you remember my story back when was that? Just before the summer, where Ken's daughter, Heather, died very, very suddenly. And Ken messaged me on the weekend there saying he cannot wait until the end of 2023 because his father passed on Saturday there as well. And it's just absolutely awful. I asked him for some words and he just said Fred was his hero. So, you know, Fred, they actually lived in, um, down in Parkhead like literally next to the stadium in Parkhead and they moved away and they, they went to Canada in the mid-60s because Fred knew exactly what was what and what was going to be best for his family and the, he did the right thing but Westmuir Street and, and uh, what was it, Whitby Road or whatever it was called uh, that's where Ken lived. Ken and I have had many laughs about that over the years as well so on behalf of NASA Ken my friend, on behalf of everyone uh, connected with uh, the association, I'm so sorry if you lost again. And here's hoping for better things for you in 2024. 
One thing, just on a more positive note that I wanted to mention, someone last week on the NASA WhatsApp group had posted a, a photograph of John Brown, John Brown, my apologies, John Gregg, receiving the OBE from Prince William. And I just assumed it was like an old photograph. I looked on the Rangers website, I looked on Sky Sports, I looked on the different websites I look at and nothing was there mentioning anything. And then the next day on the Tuesday, it was, you know, congratulations to John Gregg for receiving the OBE and stuff. So my apologies, sincere apologies for missing it last week. And uh, congratulations and well done to, to John Gregg for receiving that. And it's more than well deserved, of course. I want to also pass on a big, massive thank you to Lorraine Spence and Sandra Hawthorne for going and paying the first payment to RTV that we do and a lot of people probably don't have any care or notice any of this stuff but when we have to pay the it's a wire transfer we have to pay to rangers and rangers tv that we have to get lorraine to drive two hours i think it's north to toronto sandra to go 30 minutes south to the middle of toronto and then they have to pay what they have to pay and it's not it's not exactly our best banking moment, to be dead honest. We're trying to work with TT Bank to, to get ourselves in a bit more of a better state that we don't have to do that. But for now, that's what they, they have to do. And they're, they're kind of unsung heroes in that respect. And I'd like to just say a massive thank you to them and them for that. And then just a wee bit of a positive vibe at the end of the shout-outs. And the happy... 72nd, I think it's actually 71st, it's a birthday to my VP in Calgary, Alec Liddell. He's going to be opening a pub this, this coming weekend because I'm in Mexico and he's he's my main man and he's going to last long beyond I'm going to last. He's just got one of these genes about him. So happy birthday, happy belated birthday, Alec, and congratulations and well done from everybody at NARSA. On a convention update perspective, we had a meeting with uh, Rangers Football Club, as you know, as I mentioned last week on the 29th, and it was just a bit of a cursory overview of the information that we'd been provided by the two hotels, the Omni and the, the Gaylord Palms as well. We put some stuff together, we agreed that we were going to put um, a conversation together with the sales reps of each of the hotels to say, this is actually what we want, this is actually what typically happens, this is actually what we want next. <laughs> And then we'll see where it goes from there. So we put some some feelers out and we're just actually literally at this moment waiting on a bit of feedback from them as well. Kinda thought I would have got a bit of feedback before now, but you know, maybe they're maybe they're kinda busy as well. And there was some interesting stuff. I don't know if, if you folks are on social media or not, but Shane Nicholson from the Copeland Road organization or the CRO pod, heart and hand pod fame. He, he reached out and said, look, you know, we've got some stuff that we can maybe do where I live here in Rockford, which is Illinois, not, not too, too, too far from uh, Chicago as well. So we had a bit of a conversation about it. He gave me some information. We talked about it as an executive on Wednesday night, which I'll get to in a wee second here. And, and we agreed to just keep some open dialogue and see what's going to happen over the next wee while. Because... The one thing that we're actually trying to do is to see, not to not to preempt what's going to happen with the season, but it's just to actually genuinely see what's going to happen with the season. Is like, are we going to have a successful season? Are we going to have a trophy-laden season? Are we going to have a, 
of a dire season or whatever. So we're kind of not holding our cards close to our chest, but just leaving our options open, I think, is exactly what, what I would leave it at from that point. And, and to that, we're just going to move on to the Orsa stuff that I've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. And we've got that that um, prize from Orsa. Of course, they're having their, their convention there in Queensland from the 29th of February to the 3rd of March. And if you go to orsa2024.com.au, that's a, that's, a big, that's a big ask there, isn't it? You get two Cooper Suite tickets, you get two flights, to Glasgow if you're from Australia if not you get a monetary value from that as well and it's all the details all the, the cost details are on the on the site as well and um, from another business perspective we did have the NASA meeting on Wednesday night as I mentioned a wee bit earlier there and we talked a wee bit about potential potential unofficial strategies for 2024 if the season goes well and we might do some stuff, we might we might talk to Shane, we might talk to the other clubs that have, have expressed interest about maybe putting something on in their host town. Nothing is a dead stop, I guess, at that point. And we also talked about potential opportunities for us in 2026. And I know 2026, as we're sitting here in 2023, <laughs> seems like a long way away, but with our next convention being 2025, 2026 is the natural next one as well. So... Uh, we'll see how that goes. We did have a conversation about the, the RTV. We're, we've got on the communications front, we've got a meeting set up for, I think it's the, like the 13th of December. We're just going to get together and just make sure we're all completely aligned and astute on the, the communications perspective. And then we'll see how it goes. And then the last thing we talked about was preparation for a spring or winter meeting. Depends what season you put it under, but our spring meeting is going to be, most likely going to be the 3rd of February 2024, which is one of our first games back after the, the winter break as well. On the communications front this past week, on the gels guide, uh, you know what, I'm going to give you my own gels guide because it was a wee bit convoluted when it was there, but not so much tonight, of course, this is Monday night. Right now, for me, it's 7.31pm, uh, but tomorrow's going to be a press conference for Hearts. Wednesday, there's going to be the game against Hearts. Thursday, I don't think there's much going on. Friday, there's going to be a press conference for Dundee game. Saturday, there's going to be a Dundee game. And then Sunday is not much going on. Hopefully basking in the glory of two victories and closing the points at the top of the table. So, a couple of things on the communication front, just to kind of finish things off at the end here. We did get final conclusion of the formulation of the football board with the appointments of Niels Koppen from PSV Eindhoven as a director of football recruitment. Director of football recruitment. I thought that was kind of an interesting title because director of football, sporting director, you know, stuff like that that we've kind of had before. But he's just a, I don't mean just but he's the director of football recruitment, so it's a bit more specific as to what I'm assuming we're hoping that he's going to do in the future. And he talked about that in his Rangers TV, or sorry, the Rangers website article, where he said, it's not been good enough recently and I need to make it as good as we can possibly get it. So good for him. And then Tom Taylor is going to join us for 
at his role as the head of performance as well and he's joining us from Brighton in the English Premiership t- uh, League as well and I, quite honestly folks I don't know what the head of performance means I'm assuming they, they said he's going to work with Dr Mark Waller and it's like what are you eating What are you, how are you sleeping what are you consuming like all that sort of stuff so good for all of them and thank you for, for what they're potentially going to do for us in the future Last thing I wanted to mention was the. Actually, no. Do you know what? The second last thing I wanted to mention was the Scotland draw for the Euro twenty twenty four. I put it on the the NASA WhatsApp group, and Scotland are playing Germany in the home opener. I guess you could call it the home opener of the Euro twenty twenty four, and that's the fourteenth of June next year, and that's a one o'clock kickoff. And we Scotland have one o'clock kickoffs on each of the games that were that we've got guaranteed in the group games as well. So that's pretty good. Good to Steve Clark and, and all of his crew as well. I'm kinda kinda starting to hate him a wee bit less than he hates us. Maybe that's the best way to put it. And then the very last thing I wanted to mention on the communications front, that's why I was kinda stopping a wee bit earlier there was the the club uh, made a statement about the, the use of pyrotechnics at the game. You remember the Dundee game, we were postponed for a, for about an hour and then we came on for five minutes and it was postponed for about another 20 minutes or so because of the pyrotechnics. Ultimately, they're not encouraged, they're illegal, you're going to get done for it, somebody's going to get hurt at some point, so please don't do it, I guess is the best way to say it. Folks, that has been a struggle. It's been the best that I can do from Mexico. And that'll do it for this week, my friends. As always, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you very, very much for everything you do for NASA. And if you could pass this on to some people you think might uh, enjoy it, that I would love that as well. Until next week, um, I'm very, very happy to be in, in Mexico, as you can probably tell. And we're going to be in the Puerto Vallarta Loyal for the Hearts game and the Dundee game. And then that's hopefully going to be two games and then we'll see where we go from there. Let's just do this, Rangers. Come on, man. So until next week, please take care and all the very, very best, okay? Adios.